motive Why do what I do Cause freedom ain't getting me no closer No matter how far I go My car is stolen I don't remember Oh, <laughs> Stolen, no registration Registration, cops patrolling Trolling, <laughs> and it got me and I get fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get fucked up. <laughs> no, on Wednesday, we'll be more. Yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, love. Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m. sharpish. <laughs> Tuesday through Thursday to Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday and hey, real, real ish this morning. Mm. We real ish on the 8 o'clock this morning. We got to get a little cause Maybe I should just put post 8.15. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that don't sound as good. Tuesday and Thursday, post 8.15. Spark, you were blunt and let's roll up some green. Hey. <laughs> Wake we be more, yeah. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. We got some very, some very interesting things I want to talk about this morning. Uh, this morning we will be talking about Judas, the Black Messiah, and the perfect film. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, Revolution versus Reform, which is very much a um, talking point from that film. Uh, we're also going to talk about how Earth is ghetto. And then, of course, I forgot what the last thing says. Black what? Black romance. Black romance. Oh, yeah. I had a, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they came up with a very interesting point about black romance. I want to I wanna talk about that point. Uh, but make sure, first off, y'all say good morning to the lady at the house. I see nobody has done so. Don't make me come through this fall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come over there. Good morning. Um, yeah, make sure y'all say good morning to the lady. How, how you doing? How you doing? Drew left his uh, his blunt his yeah, blunt holder. It's got a safety lock on it. That's cute. Just in case your kid's like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a blunt, daddy. I'm trying to smoke. Whatever. Because a, a child would say that. Yeah, daddy, daddy. I'm trying to smoke. Did y'all see my um? I just want everybody to know. You two lady in the house. When I post a story, like I usually get like. On a good day, on a good day, I usually get like 100, 117 looks, having 17 views on my story or whatever, okay. which is really sad because, you know, I've seen, I've seen the other side of, of, I've seen what bad bitches do on Instagram <laughs> and I've seen bad bitches put up a, I put up a, a story and then three minutes later, she got 300 views. I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. And she's not buying no views. So I say it to say on, on a good day, you might see, I might get like a hundred. 117 views on a on a story, right? Mm-hmm. I post you 300. <laughs> 300. No, <laughs> 300. <laughs> I post you, my regular looking ass. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? 100 views, 117, uh, 117. Nah, apparently you the shit. <laughs> okay. Instagram told me yes, told me the day I had your story up. Oh, your shit is popping. You should continue doing what you're doing. It did not say that. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. 
So I said to say, maybe, what up, big dog? Huh? What's up, Troy? Huh? Taman, how you doing? I got to get a good, I need a good intro sound for Taman. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are we, we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he needs his own separate jingle. <laughs> I'll figure that out. Um, oh, Drew said it's hard out here for a pimp. What happened? Kayla's on the line. Hey, Kayla. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, I still got your vocals from when you sent me the Wake and Bake with BMO theme song. Don't think I'm not going to use them jumps. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we need, a, we need a theme song for tomorrow. We're going to work on that. We got to work on that. And uh, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take 90 minutes to work on that in the next, couple of, the next couple of days. We'll have something to present to you. It feels like a greeting in a sense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I wonder if he gets that reference. Is there pledging in Canada? Probably. Do they pledge in Canada? Yes. <laughs> Is that a thing? Do they pledge like in France? Do they but do they pledge like do they pledge like school days pledge? Like, you know, there's a whole style. I'm beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'm not saying I'm gonna beat your ass. That part and also like there's greetings and little skits line names and, and line names and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Drew saying, uh, oh. I'm saying being a male content creator versus a pretty woman. Oh. I've said this. I said, I said on the day that I said I was buying followers, which I might not have to. I'm just going to put later the house on my shit. Come <laughs> <laughs> um, on, says there's, says there's no, uh, there's no school days hazing in Canada? Wow. I mean, it makes sense. They are very nice people. They are very <laughs> They're nice. not trying to traumatize you for life. That makes sense. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> Hey, good morning. <laughs> oh, she said and Bebo. <laughs> I think that's from the uh I think that's from the birthday wish. Hey, how was the birthday weekend, Lauren? Everything good? Um, who are we talking about? Hazen. No, no, I don't want to talk about Hazen no more, man. <laughs> we were talking about depressing shit. <laughs> depressing ass Hazen, man. Yeah, I should have never let myself should have never signed up for that shit. Anyway, I'm not going there this morning. We're not going there this morning. <laughs> we're not going there this morning. I want to talk about uh, uh, Judas. To all my people who have seen Judas, and I do want to do a quick experiment because I was a little, I was a little surprised at the results of this in another conversation. To everybody who's seen Judas and the Black Priest and was pressed to see it, Messiah. can you throw, huh? Messiah. You call it Black Priest. What I call it? Black Priest. Well, he was preaching though. <laughs> <He> <laughs> was. To everybody who's seen Judas and the Black Messiah, can you throw a, a black fist into the chat real fast? <laughs> I want me birthday five cheese mac and cheese. Okay. You want like a whole pan with like a little candle in it? Is that, is that what you asking for? <laughs> it's delivered to you. Oh, uh, damn. Did you hear Texas having rolling blackouts from power storm? Lots of my people haven't had power in over a day in seven degree weather. I heard damn. the power was out in North Carolina too for like two, three days. Man. I don't know if it's back on yet, but. You know, I had a thought just now. It might not be right, but I had it anyway. <laughs> I said, I said in my head, I said in Texas when you when when Drew said um, um, he saw there's there's rolling blackout in Texas. My first thought was, ah, Texas can handle that. <laughs> Texas, if there, if there is a state that's prepared to be powerless, for some reason I feel like Texas, Montana, and Utah 
I don't know about Texas. <laughs> I just feel like they're ready. You don't think so? No. They got guns and old and old fashioned racism. <laughs> old, I mean, eighteen twenty racism. The racism is not improved. Okay. <laughs> Good lord, it's no not new like stratagems. That. The whole state, you know that, right? Huh? The whole state is not like that. Well, I so well, I'm stereotyping right now. I know. So, I see. <laughs> so I see. yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it what about is. About Dallas, huh? what about Houston and Austin. <laughs> They'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Okay. They should move to the real parts of Texas. Okay. <laughs> move to wherever uh, 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 Chuck Norris was uh, patrolling, and you'll be all right. No? <laughs> no, not with seven inches of soul and and and, and him single being single. Digits, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Single digit with <laughs> I'm saying maybe you know you know men you know we get motivated for different things. Maybe if maybe if it was life and death happening in the house, you would be motivated to to to. To, to beat the blackout. I don't know. If your family was cold and, and tired and wet in the house and you was just a man just standing there, you'd be like, oh, I need solutions. And then you'd be like, oh, I got it. I get my machete and go chop down some wood. <laughs> Not an axe. <laughs> Not a saw. Not a chainsaw. A machete. That's right. That's right. Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, we do want to talk about... So, I, so... I've seen how many black fists I see. I saw if you put up a black fist if you saw Judas and the Black Messiah. Black Messiah. That's his name? Yeah. Jack Black Messiah. You know I'm so bad with names. One, two, three, four, oh. five. Oh. I think that my TV be tripping. TV be tripping, boy. What the hell? Um So yeah, I do wanna I wanna take a take some time and talk about the Black Messiah. I um so I get nervous sometimes when I see a film and my first reaction is, damn, that was perfect. Why? Because you feel like there's something glaringly. Yeah. I feel like there's something I, I totally missed. Yeah. Something that is, this shit is not one screen mirror. Okay. Hmm. Something I totally missed. Um, and I feel like if I... If I continue on this podium of perfection, then somebody would be like, oh, it's a white savior story. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Very much how it was like with Soul. I had a friend of mine, yeah. same friend of mine, uh, actually it was Wake Up Bake with Bebo Night, slid in my DMs and he told me, um, he told me, he told me something that made me think about the movie from a different context. And I wanna, I wanna read that paragraph and then watch the movie again within that context. Um, but just just my BMO's general, my first thought process when watching the movie, mm -hmm. she was perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, better than Love Jones. Mm -hmm. I mean, comparable to Malcolm X. See? Um, I'm talking right up there with Do the Right Thing, Set It Off. Um, better than anything I've seen Mario Van Peebles do. <laughs> That's why you got okay, hey, 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 hey. Mario, he did... Um, New Jack City. I'm just no oh, disrespect okay. to Mario Van Peebles, <laughs> but his 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 father was a Van Peebles, and they did was. Uh, was a bad bad. Uh, I forgot the name of the movie, but it had a whole bunch of bad 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 bads in it. Uh, but it was something. It was like it was groundbreaking. It was like the it was like one of the first post black exploitation films of the '70s. Anyway, better than that. Better than Low Down Dirty Shame. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of uh, is there a black film better than what I saw? Maybe. But from what I saw on what I seen on Friday, that's a perfect film. It's a perfect film. We got some comments. Here we go. Hold on. We got some comments. I don't know. 
Sweetback's badass song. Thank you. Appreciate that, Shep. You know what I was talking about. That's his daddy. Daddy Van Peebles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's his father. Either I made that up or they both Van Peebles and one's Van Peebles and one's Van Peebles. And he does have a father that's um, an actor. Van Peebles. Okay, for sure. Yeah. That's him then. Um, yeah, so I get, sometimes I get a little nervous when that happened, but I felt like, I felt like the acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya? Daniel Kaluuya and fucking, and you know what? I'll tell you who won the movie though. Daniel Kaluuya was definitely like supposed to be like the, the breakout, right? And then in the Judas role, the Keith Stanfield mm-hmm. definitely fucked him up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. But you know who won the movie? What's her name? Dominique? Dominique Fishback. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Young lady. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. We got a we have a star on our hand. I would like to say though, you know my theory that there's only five attractive men on the planet. It <laughs> seems that Daniel Kaluuya has been upgraded to snack status. <laughs> Robin Roberts uh off Yeah. Robin uh, <laughs> get it together. Get you a paper towel. Right. <laughs> Jesus Robin. Go change. Go change. <laughs> I ain't mad at you though Robin. You had to get you had to interview that one white girl. Who? The one white girl who took that black boy that took up trying to take the black boy phone. Oh. You don't remember that? Mm-hmm. And she was like and she was very dismissive of Robin in the interview. You don't remember this? Mm-mm. Good morning, y'all. Um, yeah, Dominique Fishback. If you, the only thing, the other thing I've seen Dominique Fishback in was actually that that Jamie Fox movie where they were taking, um, they were taking pills to get superpowers. Yeah. And she had that, that. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Pocket Power. Project Power. Project Power. Pocket Power. <laughs> they were both dating Regine and living single. Who? Mario Van Peebles and his father. Nice. Remember the episode? <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 nice. Regine, true queen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On her Cleopatra. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the movie was. I thought the movie was shot beautifully. Yeah. Um, you know, it was in comparison to okay, in comparison to like the little things. I don't know if you remember some of the shots in the little things, but the little things had some wonderful shots. It like did. some great transition shots. Like some great, instead of like just fade to black or like wipes, they had things picture in picture that would turn into something else. It was really like adventurous editing. Yeah. This one was a little more safe, but still good. Yeah. Still good. Um, we already talked about the act, we already talked about the acting. The editing was off the choice. Oh man. The pacing uh, was good too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is, it's, it's crazy to think about as I listen to Dr. Carr. Uh, I listen to Dr. Carr talk about this on the Karen Hunter show. If you're not listening to In Class with Dr. Carr, well, I'm not going to judge you. You don't have to listen. To, you don't have to listen to In Class with Dr. Carr. But I tell you one thing: it is a wonderful source of information. So listening to, um, listening to uh, uh, Dr. Carr talk about the situation. Um, uh, just realizing that all these events, first off, Chairman Fred was 21 years old. Yeah. When he died. Right. Not 21 years old when he got started. Right. 21 years old when he died. I mean, it's all the work, the Rainbow Coalition he put together, his impression on both the Chicago Black Panther Party, the the National Black Panther Party, and then uh, Tamad sent us an article yesterday saying that like uh, a few days before he died, this nigga was in Canada trying to get the Rainbow Coalition to move up to some of the union workers in Canada. Wow. So this nigga's about to be international on his Marcus Garvey shit. Wow. Killed at 21. This man, he was doing work at 17. What would you do at 17? 
I was trying to get Karis in the back seat. That's what I was trying to do at 17. <laughs> this nigga was right. organizing Black Panther parties. <laughs> you know what else I was doing at 17? I was also writing poems about revolution at 17. Had not been in one revolution yet. <laughs> And this man was the revolution. This man was the revolution. <laughs> this man was the revolution. That's just, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thought. Um, but I do, and in these attempts to, in this, in this, in this feeling that this is the perfect movie, like I have to say, um, when these black films come up about black figures, I know it's a good movie when the first criticisms are. Uh, you can't put no revolution in the movie. I'm like, okay, cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. You can't, yeah, you ain't, you ain't get enough representation of Jeremy Fred up in there, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So your problem is, isn't necessarily with the movie. Your problem is with uh, the movie's relativity to the truth. Yeah. I got you. I got you. As Malcolm said in Malcolm Marie, authenticity is the is the the low level benchmark of criticism. That's what he said. I agree with it, but I don't know if you agree with it. But I agree with it. Um, <clears throat> uh, okay, so can I read y'all? I want to read y'all a comment from my man's uh, eighty shots. Hope he doesn't mind. Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. I want to read a comment from uh, one of the Wake and Bake with Bebo Knights. Um, that I received yesterday, and I feel like this isn't one of those things of <clears throat> agree or disagree, because I feel like this is bigger than that. I feel like this is an opportunity just to hear a different perspective. So I want to read these comments, and later in the house, I want to see, you, 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 who tell me your reaction, okay? Okay. My man, 80, said, oh, I'm going to make sure I got to get the, I'm going to show off his magazine here in a second. He said, I thought it would have been in the perspective of Fred, but he kind of played an extra to... O'Neal. Mm. A lot of positives of what the Black Panther Party was trying to do was briefly shown, but often glossed over right after with Let Me Tell You How They Are Terrorists. Uh, the ending shot of them showing his wife face while assassinating Fred was perfectly shot that way, mm -hmm. in my opinion, for obvious reasons. Uh, they made Fred look weak and unaware of the entire film. It scares me to... It scares me that this would be consumed by a black kid and discourage him to educate himself on these topics and want to fight for change in his community because the message was more of a this is what will happen if you try some shit type movie. Mm. Not to mention the timing of the release of the movie, but I think they know by now what Black History Month without a trauma-filled uh, Hollywood film would look like. Hmm. Wow. Right. <laughs> right. Damn. <laughs> Right, so let's 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 go through that criticism, <laughs> and I, and this criticism caught my eye because he said he said uh, he wish he didn't see the movie, and I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my god, mm -hmm. I love it, I did. <laughs> and another informed brother comes up with this comes up with this opinion, and I'm like, that's interesting. So I would like I would like to take the time again. This is not about agreement or disagreement because I think everything that he said is pretty valid, yeah. pretty valid. Yeah. Um, so it's not about that. So I'm not trying to discourage the brother, but I, from, I do want to tackle this perspective intellectually, and then when I watch the movie again, um, we'll see what sticks. But this is the same brother who said he watched Soul. He was like, 11 out of 10. And then he saw my review and was like, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shit. God damn it. Um, yeah, based off of 
everything you just read, my opinion on the movie is already changing. All right, so what did he say? <laughs> he said that the movie would be in the perspective of Fred, but he kind of played an extra to O'Neill. I can see that. It definitely felt like... So, because the movie the movie is about O'Neill. Yeah. Right? Right, right. Yeah, because it starts with him yeah. and Judas it ends with him. Black Messiah. Right, Judas right. and the Black Messiah, right. right? So it starts with him and it ends with him. Okay, I can give you that. Um, a lot of the positives of what the Black Panther Party was trying to do was briefly shown, but often glossed over right after with, let me tell you why they are terrorists. I will give you that. In this, uh, uh, at the end of the movie, I was wondering if the producers and the directors were trying to make me question whether the methods of the Black of the Black Panther Party were too extreme. I was wondering if they were trying to make me question if what O'Neill did, what Wild Bill O'Neill did was justified. It just gave me that feeling at the end, like, am I supposed to am I supposed to be sitting here evaluating if what the Black Panther Party was just did was justified um versus the killing? Um because they were very and at the same time, I wonder if that's just like I wonder if that's what uh, I wonder if that's what obje objectivity looks like in this situation. You know, I don't believe in objectivity when it comes to when it comes to our people. You can't be objective because to be objective is to be of whiteness, uh, of to be of neutral whiteness at that. But anyway, that's a that's a that's a sliding point. Um, but to the point of my man said, a lot of the positives of what the Black Party, Black Panther Party was trying to do was briefly shown. I get that, and I responded to him, and I was like, I wonder. If my prior knowledge, my entrenched knowledge from my revolutionary days, from my very militant days, there are some people that still call me military, militant B. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, uh, from my militant days, I wonder, um, I wonder if my bias and like my previous knowledge of assuming that these things were happening in the background while the movie was happening was more powerful than the visual symbols actually being presented. Because so, I remember seeing the breakfast program. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I see this, necessarily saw like a protest or armed riot or if I saw anything happening on the court steps, but I mm -hmm. did see the formation of the co of the Rainbow Coalition. Mm -hmm. um, I did see the I did see the oh the speech in the speech in the after he gets out of the jail. Yeah. Oh my God, tears, mm -hmm. tears, powerful. I'm out. I also saw. Uh, now I don't know niggas from Chicago that much, and I haven't I haven't spent too much time listening to Fred Fran Hampton, um, but I did hear people were critiquing Daniel Kaluuya's uh, verbal approach toward Fred Cam Fred Hampton's voice. Was it weird? It was a little, I'll say, jarring at first. I wasn't used to it because like I know what his voice really sounds like. Right. But I guess eventually throughout the film, I got used to it. I mean, it wasn't spot on. Like, it wasn't exactly what Fred Hampton's voice sounds like. Right. But... Um, hold on, we got some comments. Uh, on Dominique Fishback, she has range in acting. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z Bomb in a smile video. She was in power with Jamie Foxx. Mm -hmm. Right, and now this, the deuce on HBO was fire. Okay, she must have been in that. Must see Enslaved on Epics by um, Samuel L. Jackson. Very informative. Okay. Um, everything in perspective, he isn't wrong though. Heard someone say that this isn't a Fred biopic, but a story over Neil. So a Fred biopic should still be produced. It should absolutely. Mm -hmm. And Shep says exactly what we were just saying ago. But it's Judas, 
and the Black Messiah. Right. But then, you know, of course, that makes you question, why would they make a movie about Judas and not the Black Messiah? But I guess, you know, in, in terms of Hollywood, I guess, I don't know. That's not a better story. It's just um, an interesting story. It also has poss- possibly something to do with um, Fred Hampton's family. Because they were... They, they, they were part of the film. And, yeah. oh, so I saw Dr. Jared Ball. Do you remember Dr. Jared Ball? Mm-hmm. The myth of Black Lion Bauer? Yeah. Dr. Jerry Ball did a sit-down talk with uh, with Fred Hampton Jr. about the production of the movie. Of course he did. Because of course he did. Because yeah. real, nigga, real niggas got to find out real shit. I ain't mad at you. Thank you, Dr. Jerry Ball. <laughs> um, so he sat down with Fred, Fred Hampton Jr. and he was like, look, yeah, they asked us everything and we they inputted as much as they could as possible. But at the end of the day, he said it too, it's Hollywood. That's true. They want to tell a particular story, they're going to tell a particular story. And them respecting us while... Uh, telling that particular story, cool, fine. Right. But is 100% accurate? Ac- absolutely not. Hmm. Absolutely not. Uh, but I think, again, I think that's a critique on the movie's uh, accuracy and not necessarily on the quality of the movie. And I don't think that you have to be accurate to tell tell a good story. You can tell a good story, whatever the fuck. You can tell a good story, that's a complete lie. If it's a good story, it's a good story, shit. Yeah. Um, but again, that doesn't, that, doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that it's advantageous towards our people, which when when my man 80 shots, maybe get, let me get the notebook here. Let me get, oh, I got a notebook. If you haven't, make sure you go over to my man 80 shots at 80 shots. He actually gave this brilliant commentary, put out this magazine um, recently. It's beautiful, man. How many how many niggas you know putting out a magazine? None. Right, right. This is, all, this is the only magazine I have. I have some, I have some lookbooks and some photo albums. You know, I need to get um, I need to get Shedrick shit. But yeah, look at this man. This is this is this is Reggie Volume. This is my nigga Reggie in a magazine. Mm. <laughs> my nigga Reggie right there. Really? Go ahead. So make sure you go check out Eighty Shots uh, when you get a chance. But uh, the um, period. Q and his Q periodical. Yes, Q. It is a periodical. <laughs> Q, you had you got to come with me one of these times. Q has an immaculate collection of periodical and books. Oh wow, he's that kind of nigga. On, like shelves and all that. Shelves. <laughs> uh, while we have while we have a graveyard full of exotic weed bags that we had, Q has uh, <laughs> mountains of periodicals. <laughs> Don't make a scene like we. Um, I'm, a, I'm about to check your. I'm about to yeah, we we like a motherfucker. Uh, I'm about to check your post right now. Uh, Natalie. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was great. Oh, to Tonio's point though, is it? Let me. I'm just gonna put a button on it because I feel like I'm gonna talk about it for a second. Um, I very much hear the perspective, and actually, I think his perspective is a critique on the film. Press the button for me is a critique on the film. Um, He's right in a particular sense that this film does a thing where they make sure to tell you that the Black Panther Party is dangerous. Yeah. They make sure to tell you that the Black Panther Party is radical, is Mm -hmm. terrorist, is akin to, um, is akin to the KKK. Right. They make sure to tell you that and they justify that through some of the actions that are happening currently in, in the, and the Black Panther Party. Now, of course, that's being presented through the lens of the FBI, but it's still be a, a message being sent through the film. Mm-hmm. That is 100%. That is 100% correct. Uh, and because I'm black as hell and refuse to be anything less than, I have a hard time interpreting movies from a very non-black perspective. 
this actually made me go look up some more documentaries, find some more speeches from Chairman Fred, uh, look into some more books, uh, read into some more podcasts, go find out some more information about the revolutionary state. I'm actually in the midst of creating a thought about blacks in the 50s and 70s. Because there is this thought that feels like black people were only made when Jackie Robinson could hit a baseball, when Martin Luther King was marching, mm -hmm. and then when we could say lit. It seems like black people don't really exist in history within these within these gaps, within these, like, the 80s. Like, what, what happened with black folks in the 80s? I was born in the 80s. What the fuck was happening with black people in the 80s? Don't tell me it was just peachy. Was it? When motherfucking Chairman Fred got, uh, was shot in the 70s. What? That was the, the crack era, the crack epidemic. Yeah, but what else? It can't just be just cracking. That's all. I don't know. They don't talk about it. But again, you know, uh, see my see my my love for the drug, drug culture, but not the crack, not the crack bomb. That shit was the trash. Um, I saw when I saw this movie, I got empowered. I do see a perspective in which a kid a kid could see this movie and be like, "Oh, the Black Panther Party was dangerous." Mm -hmm. I could see that, and and I don't like I don't like that message at all. I don't appreciate that message at all. Does it change my perspective of the film? I'm going to have to watch the film again because right now I'm still sitting there like 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. <laughs> now, those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts, Lady of the House? Um, yes. Uh, interesting opinion from mm -hmm. the president. Well, I do feel like it could possibly be detrimental to, I guess, the youth. Mm-hmm. In the way that they perceive the Black Panthers, however, I feel like it's important to do follow-up research. You can't just take it at face value and assume that you know the whole story. Right, right. I still, I still enjoy the film. I don't, I don't wish I hadn't seen it. I'm gonna watch it again yeah. so I can, yeah. There was no, there was no moment in the film, like in Soul, where I was like, mm -hmm. all right. Is, well, it a, is it a black trauma, though? Because you know how I feel about black traumas. What's up? I guess the only moments where I felt like that had to be with the FBI when they were like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Right. All right. Or O'Neal, like, you know, giving up some information or something. True. Um, What was the question you asked? Um, oh, trauma. Was it a black trauma film? I would say so, yeah. You said it was a black trauma film? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was pretty yeah. traumatic at the end. Even, um, I don't remember his name, but one of the Panthers that was in the hospital, remember? That, that was. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, now it says, I think the movie screened incomplete information. Yeah. Uh, Owen says the film without proper education on the facts of the story may lead to information for some. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who, who produced this movie? Question. Because I wonder, I wonder then what is the difference between their attempt to tell this story versus uh, um, um, Shaka King, Ryan Coogler, and Charles King. Those were the producers. Mm -hmm. Who's Charles King? He a black man. Yeah, he's a black man. He did Mudbound. Sorry to bother you. Um, Sorry to bother you, my shit. Tiger Tail, Blue Bayou. Jimmy Palmer in the hospital. Yeah, that shit was that shit was tough. Um, mm, yeah, this would lead to incomplete information. But for me, this was kind of like a. 
shit, I want to just put Jimmy Palmer up there. And that just I remember mm-hmm. stuttering, studying the death of Fred Hampton when I was like 18, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And these figures, I mean, they were just black and white pictures, right? Not even like very good pictures back then. Right. Now, at least in my perspective, I have a live action symbol of what that looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good morning, Empress. Uh, yeah. 11 out of 10 for me for the film itself. You definitely need to do follow-up research, but the reason why I love movies that come out like this, I was a little surprised. I was in, in a conversation the other day, and it didn't seem like people were very pressed to see the movie, and I was like, that's interesting. interesting. I thought people would be very pressed to see it. So I hope it's actually succeeding on HBO Max. I hope it's actually doing the numbers that it needs to do so we can make more movies so Shaka King and Charles King and Ryan Cooley can get another shot at making the Messiah mm-hmm. uh, at the Messiah movie or the Stokely Carmichael movie or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down to see those. I mean, slave movies are slave movies are cool, but if we can move through time, that'd be great. Well, that'd be great as well. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I hope it's... Hmm? I was gonna say we're not in mono with like we have more to offer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hope I hope I hope it did well. I really do. I hope it did well. Um Yeah, but see, I I, I oh 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 the reason why I like when these movies like movies like this trend and I hope that we can get past uh maybe the historical in- inaccuracies and the incompleteness of the film so we can get to uh, conversation that's introduced in the film, which is just thought of revolution versus reform. Right. Um, I know that question has been fucking me up for the last six, seven weeks. Uh, no, about three, four weeks since we talked to, since we, the, the, the thought of black buying power being a myth and then recognizing that the capitalistic structure that keeps Black people down is very much alive. You can see it in small things like the Robin Hood and GameStop situation. You can see it there. There are parts of capitalism that are not parts of capitalism. There are the intentions of capitalism to keep a certain class down. And we happen to fall in that certain class. So I understand that there needs to be a revolutionary change, a revolutionary shift in how wealth is accumulated in this country before, at least in a capitalistic state, uh, there could be economic liberation, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that, and I'm still a capitalist. Uh, so, and that's revolution. But like everything leading up to that, that doesn't lead to that doesn't lead to equitable liberation and freedom for Black folks. I guess it's just reform. And I don't know if we're really talking about that as a community. Yeah. I feel like we have... I feel like we have... My man Q says it takes, what, three generations of foxes, homie? He says it takes three generations of foxes to completely change a fox's nature. They said they did an experiment one time where they were trying to breed docile foxes. Okay. You can find docile and uh, and aggressive foxes in the woods, I guess, or in the wild, I guess. Um, so what they tried to do, they caught they caught a whole, they caught some foxes, and what they tried to do was how many generations of breeding a fox would it take in order to turn an angry fox uh, lineage into a docile fox lineage? And it turned out to be 60 years and three generations or some shit like that. Or three generations, 60 years, something like that. Excuse me if I'm fucking it up, Q. 
but if that's what it takes to that's what it takes to change behavior. I wonder how long has it been since nineteen sixty? About sixty years. Yeah, it's been sixty years. I wonder if we have. I wonder if we have evolved from a revolutionary people to a reformation people. That's interesting. And I say that on directly on the heels of watching. Um, wow. Right to to domesticate the fox and er- eradicate aggression. I can't wait till y'all hear accused uh, motherfucking Quincy's podcast. I can't wait till y'all hear that shit. I cannot wait till you hear that <laughs> shit. That shit is so good. Um, uh, so I wonder if we have been, I wonder if we have been ostracized, socialized to become a people focused on reformation at the top point of our liberation. And so when someone comes around and says revolution, which used to be our nature, that sounds preposterous, mm-hmm. aggressive, radical. Um, so would you consider protesting rioting is that revolution or reformation in ours I guess well it's a medium to or it's a vehicle to either or and okay. I guess it depends on when the I know Tamika Mallory's still out there stomping around she's looking for revolution mm. niggas call her a revolutionary activist she's just stomping around yeah you know I mean not just stomping around I'm not minimizing the situation but like mm-hmm. she's a revolutionary and people look at her like good go do your job like, True. it's not our responsibility to be just as revolutionary. Right. Um, uh, so then I wonder, since 60 years, 60 years of, 60 years in 1964, and, and 2014, 2024 will be 60 years of civil rights acts in America. Mm-hmm. The Civil Rights Act might be, might be, the last revolutionary, maybe the voting act of 68 might be the last revolutionary acts to happen in this country from black people. Hmm. Something that really caused an incredible uh, systemic shift, not a trend and shit There's even the way that you have to renew the, the voting rights act and the civil rights act is even Shit, it's even a thought that maybe those two acts might be just forms of, of, of reform. Wow. But I'm giving us a little grace. Um, so I wonder if we have been domesticated by our country to be a people who are reform-based instead of revolutionary-based because we see what happened to our revolutionaries. Although it might have been a movie, we see what we see what the J. Edgar Hoover mythology was preaching behind closed doors at the FBI. It wasn't enough that he was arrested. He had to die. Right. And then and then I remember this part of the film where they're listing individuals dead, 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 dead. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn. If I'm a child, not if I'm, because Fred Hampton Jr. don't give a fuck. That nigga's still out here. Because of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful soul right there. Of course that nigga's still out here. His mother too. Um, but if I if I'm a if I'm a kid who grew up in the same neighborhood as the Black Panther Party in Chicago, and heard that the Black Messiah was shot in the head by the FBI, I'm a little shook. Right. I'm a little shook, and I might be 
know what I'm saying? I might be strong on the outside, but then on the inside, I'm still thinking, damn, they shot Fred Hampton in the head at 21. Right. That nigga was a kid. I'm I'm 31 years old. <laughs> Fred Hampton was a baby. Yeah. I was a child. They shot that child in the head. Did, oh, and the other thing is, it's, it, it feels, in the movie, it felt like there was a, a, like a big age difference between the two. Yeah. Bill O'Neill was 22 when he shot, when when he was doing that shit with the Black Panther Party. He was also young. He Out here manipulating these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monty Hill says, what about the Ferguson uprising? Again, the mode in which we are trying to reach revolutionary reform or our systems of liberation, those things have progressed. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. In 2020, I think we are really, I think, I think um, John Lewis, uh, Martin Luther King, Coretta Scott, uh, Harry Belafonte, uh, all the people that cross the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, I think if they marched in 2020, they would have been proud. They'd be like, okay, okay. Th- yes, this this is a damn good march. And this is how you get the people's attention. Because you got to remember, shit, the only people who was covering the Selma March was the news. Yeah. You know who was covering the the, uh, the Ferguson uprising? Uh, Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody with a phone. Yeah. Everybody was covering that shit. So don't get me wrong. Um, don't get me wrong. I think there is a, uh, the medium in which we get to liberation has definitely progressed. Our goal, though, I don't know. I got some comments. We got some comments here. Yeah. We've got. Oh. Uh, uh, Owen says, um, what'd you say? Or just rebellion. It may be a difference between rebellion and revolution. Okay, I get you that. I can see that. And then he said, damn it, I need uh, this conversation to be in person. Um, gave a whole new meaning to fuck. Tw- what is fuck twelve? Did I say it? What is twelve? We still don't know. Did I just accidentally say it, and I still don't know what it is? If somebody could explain to me what the twelve is, where did the twelve come from? High noon. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. No, no. I want the I want the <laughs> people to tell me. Uh, twenty years. He says it's twenty years. It takes three cycles. Or three generations to complete the process. It is in scientific. Um, uh, it is in scientific American and study was conducted in Russia. He said something else too about the foxes. Uh, I gotta go up. Right oh, foxes reach sexual maturity in cells of seven to nine months. Uh, the process of eradicating aggression took less than two years. Wow. Humans take thirteen to fifteen years to reach sexual maturity, and we have social norms. So, a generation. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, no, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't explain what twelve was. And nobody still explained to me what twelve is. That's all right. That's all right. We gonna figure it out. You gonna look it up and they gonna hold the information from me. You <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, revolutionary versus reform. I think. I think. Um, if that, you know, I love. I love a revolution on trends. I love it. I love it because then we get to have these conversations. I know twelve equals police, but how? Yeah, it's it came from the police radio code ten twelve, like ten dash twelve, and a nineteen sixty eight TV show Adam Twelve. Apparently, I don't, buy it. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. 
I don't understand how 12 equals police. Maybe. I guess. It's, it's the code. That, it's the, the code. Code, code means. 10-12. Code means police. 12 means police. It's Call police. 10-12. That's the code. But I don't know. I know. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I guess, man. I guess. I'm deeply underwhelmed now. <laughs> I'm incredibly underwhelmed now. I'm very upset about it. All right. Uh, you got any burning questions for the roach? Oh, we didn't even get to what? How Earth is ghetto. So, we got time. We got time. Oh, yeah, we got time. So, uh, excuse me if I'm late to this trend because I've sent this to a couple of people and they're like, oh, nigga, we been on. And I'm like, oh, my bad. Damn. <laughs> my bad. I didn't know I wasn't that cool or whatever. <laughs> um, but there's this song that this young lady. Uh, posted on on YouTube, um, I heard a, a friend of mine was getting ready to be a, a, a mother soon. She was singing it on her story, and it was it was kind of in my head. But then the other morning, it just like popped into my head as I woke up. Um, and then I sat here at dusk, in the wee hours of the morning. This is before this. This was yesterday, and uh, one of us shed a tear. Not gonna say which one of which one of us it was, but one of us got emotional, and the other one was also emotional. So I want to play a song for you. I don't know. It just, it just, it's just good in my heart. I think this is gonna be the the BMO jam of the week. Have you heard? Have you heard Earth is Ghetto? Earth is ghetto. I wanna leave. Can you beat me up? I'm out on the street by the corner store. You know the one on 15th. Got a bright shirt on, so I'm easy to see. I've been down here stranded indefinitely. I can't reach my planet, but I need to leave. You should see these people. It's hard to believe how they treat each other. It's hard to conceive. Oh, Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Oh,
I think you I think you you said the best, man. I could listen to that song all day, first off. Um but yeah, a casually profound black moment. It makes me sad. <laughs> it does make me sad. It's like the it's it's so beautiful and haunting. Uh and like I don't know, the perspective of the black woman from like this 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 semi this semi gospel feel. Yeah, it just like Ooh. 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 A black woman being like, I'm I can't be from here. Mm. I can't be from here. These people are so strange, I can't be from here. Ooh. Yes. Thank you. It is not on streaming services. That joint is purely on YouTube. There are a couple banging ass, like uh some people have like put some harmonies to it. Um and it's yeah, it's a black woman. Q says we are masters of the melancholic joy of casually of the casually profound. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? This this said this nigga talk. <laughs> this how this nigga talk. This nigga did not craft this sentence. This how this nigga talk. Okay? <laughs> and I can't wait till y'all hear the podcast. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. You had to wait though. Cause it takes time to bake, okay? You gotta let the gotta let the dough rise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let the steak dry age, you know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? Gotta let it burn. Gotta let it burn. I smell like Uh oh. The lady of the house says she smells what my rock is cooking. Lucky I don't got a ring right now. <laughs> you lucky I don't got that shit right now. Ooh wee. Uh, you got any burn question for the ropes? Oh, that was my burning. What was the burning question? No, that was the topic that I came up with. How was that your burning question? Get out of here. Get out of here. What? Okay. Earth is ghetto, right? We know Earth is ghetto. Yes. If you could, if you could leave, would you and where would you go? We talked about this the other day. Did we? We said that, uh, um... If they went to go p- discover a new planet, would you go to the new planet? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Would you go eventually? No. Ain't no trails. Ain't no stores. <laughs> what if they set it all up for you? What if, what if everything's already prepared? Would you go? Let me tell you something. I'm still hesitant <laughs> to take the vaccine. I ain't, seen enough, I ain't seen enough people take it. Okay? They could set up 20 grocery stores. They still going to be half a million short. <laughs> I don't want no brand new ass Mars <laughs> Mars grocery brand store. Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> is, is this planet still habitable? No, I'm still here. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. No. I leave, I leave that to my kids. I leave them enough money to go. If y'all want to go, y'all can go. But leave my Earth having ass here. <laughs> what? For the love trees. What? Do you know what's not on Earth? What? Other Earth things, like gravity. What if it was like in water? Another Earth-like planet with gravity, water, trees, all that, animals. Only thing is that it was just like a vast, you know, Earth. 
Still no. Or or they already have it set up. What if it's like exactly like Earth, but it's already set up? You know, you remember when you was a kid and you would think like, who's the first person to eat an egg? <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah. Those are the people that's going to the new planet. Because <laughs> I would not be the first nigga to eat an egg. I'm not eating that. This <laughs> came out of that chicken. And if I watch it close enough, it becomes another chicken. I'm right. not eating that. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, fried up with some salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Mm. Uh, I'm not eating that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> no, I'm not one of those. I'm also, just since we on this energy, I'm also, if it's a horror movie, I'm also the first to die. And I'm okay with that. You're not going to run? You nope. <laughs> nope. You're just going to get slashed? No, up. it's not. I'm not even, see, I'm the one that gets killed and everybody's like, oh, it's a killer here. <laughs> <laughs> not, we was all You're running. The yeah, yeah, I'm the example. I'm that dude. Also, since we here in the apocalypse movie, I die first. <laughs> I don't know. Like the, you know, like uh, in, uh, in Armageddon where they had, it was the big asteroid, right? Yeah. Remember if you were watching the movie, they had a little asteroid to hit the planet first. Little asteroid ass nigga. <laughs> little asteroid ass nigga over here. Yeah. Or, or, or if I was on a mission, uh, if I was like one of the astronauts, died in rehearsal. <laughs> died in rehearsal. And Apollo 13, there was two crews that was trying to go to the moon. There was Apollo 11 yeah. and Apollo 10. Apollo 10 died in the in the joint. Yeah. I'd have been on the Challenger. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, there's an, if there's a zombie breakout, I'm not patient zero, but when a, like when I'm walking to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, it's a dude right there. He bit me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he bit me. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, no. It's, it's okay. okay. You know what that turns you into? What? That turns you into a strong survivor. Not if you don't come home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if see if I see in the movies like the love see when that see if the boyfriend dies, the yeah. girlfriend does fine. <laughs> Because <laughs> you got to live on with your life, and you got to you got to grieve an appropriate amount of time, and then let it haunt you for the rest of your life. I mean, I don't even think most of the movies give you time to grieve. You're just running for your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my thought. I just, I just, I just know. Because in the movies, it's dope. The dude at the end is not the charismatic black guy. <laughs> that just doesn't happen. The charismatic black dude gets shot. Especially the nigga that's smoking weed. Oh, that's Aww. it. That nigga, the drug dude, always dies Damn, in the movie. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Man, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood has no role for my archetype. All right, y'all. It's been a great morning. I want to thank y'all for watching the Wake and Bake with BMO podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, with BMO. Yeah. Uh, oh, we missed some things this morning. Tomorrow we're gonna try to get. Oh, we no. Oh, oh, there's one more thing I did want to talk about. What's time uh, Earth is six minutes. I don't really got time. Okay. And it's really not that interesting. But I was just. It was a. It was a podcast I was listening to the other day. Uh, NPR Code Switch. I think it was an old episode. It's called Kissology or Kistory, actually, not Kissology. Mm-hmm. Kistory, and it was about um, the importance of black romance novels to the business of literature. Mm. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. It's not a very exciting topic to talk about right now, but thank you for watching the Way and Make We Be Mo. Yeah! <laughs> Intentional silence. People can still see my face. I know. The people. 
Bro. Make sure you go to oh uh make sure you go to textual intercourse. That was my girl Kayla. She was on here earlier. Make sure you go to textual intercourse to get your joint. Does it look orange right now? It is orange. It might look a little. It looks a little yellow. Look a little yellow because I got all this light on me. You feel me? But it's like orange, orange. You see this right here? You see in the middle of my head? That's not dust. No. That's my gray hairs. Yeah. The fuck is happening to me? You distinguished. Good morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. <Okay. laughs>